All right, we are back. The one and only OSB Sports Podcast Show. I am Scott Matthews, of course. We're looking for a big week. We're going to have a special guest on the show we'll talk about in just a minute. I want to introduce my two cohorts on the show with me. The one and only CEO of the Sports Profits, Teddy Brooks. What's up, Teddy? What's happening, guys? Excited for playoff football this week. We're, you got to be all jacked up. And, of course, the one and only, here he is, I'm the jacked. big kahuna. Yep. Wild card uh, weekend, man. You ready? I'm always ready. You been doing your homework? I'm doing my homework. You've put out a lot of winners lately, so let's keep yeah, it rolling, guys. Yeah, yeah, the phones won't stop ringing. What's the deal with the uh, the coaching carousel? What do you think of that? Well, a couple of guys it like go already. Every year, Black Monday. I mean, these owners aren't putting up with anything. I think years ago they held on the play uh, coaches a little longer. Yep. I think now uh, the window is one year, two years, and, and get the hell out, man. Oh. Uh, Arthur yeah. Arthur Smith, Falcons. Adios, amigo. Yeah. Ron Rivera. It's Adios. like you a little bit. He gets rid of him quick. Uh, yeah, well, I should get rid of a lot of people. Ron <laughs> Ron Rivera. Adios. Uh, Mike Verbal. Mike Tank, Vrabel. Vrabel yeah. I was a little me. surprised about and, that one. And, and, the, and the GM of the Panthers, they should get rid of the owner. That guy's a little bit of a hothead, I think, that new owner of the Panthers. Yeah, he threw the drink. Threw now, the drink. Now he, he's a Wall Street prick that makes billions of dollars, and I think those guys just think they own the world, basically. Here's the real, here's the real question. Tommy D, at the beginning of this football season, predicted, before we even saw what was going to happen with the Patriots, he predicted... Belichick's going to be, was going to be it's out. Not, it's not official, but not official, I, I, so I, I, that's the I, yeah, real one that yeah, I think well, everyone's yeah. waiting to see. Will Belichick stay or go? Well, you know, there's a there's a there's a, a talk, line there's a talk right now that Mike Vrabel, because obviously he was a great player for the Patriots and he's tied with the organization. If they do move Belichick, they could bring in a coach like Vrabel into the mix for the Patriots. And we got to see what happens with the new national champion head coach, Harbaugh. A lot of people saying he might come to the NFL because he doesn't want to deal with all of the headaches from the NCAA that that they're giving him with these investigations and stuff. If he leaves, all that stuff's over and he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. That's That's a tricky one. I mean, he's not giving you any indication whatsoever if he's, you know. So when they do that sometimes, that means I think they're moving. Really quick, the end of the be- day. before we bring on our guests, while we're talking about coaches, I want to tell you guys about, and you might not have seen this, they just announced it today, something interesting that the Miami Heat did. Eight-year eight contract. They just extended Spolstra eight years, $120 million, but do you know why it was today? Uh, I do not They know. were waiting for his divorce to finalize. I was just going to uh, say that. So that he didn't have to give his ex-wife half he, of that he, $120 he, million. He, he married an ex dancer yeah. for the uh Dalton. for the heat yeah for the heat and i uh, have a kid and uh that's a big paycheck man well, well he's a phenomenal coach look what he's done with that team he's been there yeah. 16 years yeah. i mean Amazing. they've won multiple championships i mean he's a tremendous motivator he knows how to you know put talent together i mean the guy is phenomenal he's, he's a young coach he, though. no he deserves every penny he, he started yeah, he deserves as, a, every penny. as a video assistant for the heat yeah he worked same on way the- same way who you know, they're kind of falling apart now, but same way McDaniel started for the uh You don't see that, Dolphins. though, given eight-year, you know, big-time contracts like that, especially in major sports right, right now. college football, maybe. But I mean, they did it with it. Gruden. It didn't last too long right. with the Raiders. They gave him $10 million a year, $100 million. What was he gone and, like, he had yeah. that problem? Well, he had other issues that went beyond not winning the game, so. Yeah. Uh, how's his ex-wife feel getting slighted out of 120 I'm mil? sure she'll be fine either way. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff going on right now. College football's over. What was your take on the championship game, the outcome? What did you think of that game? It was a good game until the third quarter. It was a good game. It really showed us that Michigan's defense was just too strong. But Penix didn't have his best game. I think it would have been a little bit different if Penix really stepped up. Uh, He didn't have his best game. I was wrong. I I thought Washington was going to keep it much closer. They didn't. I agreed with you on Um, that. Yeah, we we agreed on that one. Uh, But we still had a really good week last week on the ones we agreed on. We all agreed on Pittsburgh. We all agreed on the Rams over the 49ers. I even had someone comment on my YouTube video that they thought that was the only game that we were wrong about was the 49ers-Rams. But, yeah, we had a good week overall last week. Well, I did use the Rams, so. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. We all all agreed on the Rams last week if you run the tape back. I don't know, man. This is just a lot of good things going on right now. Obviously, uh, now we got to start focusing in a whole different direction with – College basketball heating up this time of the year. You got the NBA going on. College football's over. But we're going to get into it a little later. I know you have a great guest you want to bring on, uh, Caleb, who's the CEO of Vault Sports. Maybe you want to bring him on. If, is ben, can we get Caleb on? The- yeah, so Caleb is the CEO of Vault Sports. Really cool platform. They do a lot of different things. And I think it'll do him way more justice for him to kind of explain his story and really what it shows you it's like the gold rush back in the 1840s where the people they made all the money were the ones that sell the tools to to dig in the mine so there's so many different avenues to build businesses around sports betting not just betting on the games right Um, so that's i think what what caleb's story tells us so excited to hear about it can we get him on let's bring him on there he is. Hey, what's up, guys? Caleb, what's going on? Scott Matthews, I'm joined by Teddy Brooks and the one and only Tommy D. Welcome Good to, to the show, man. Appreciate Likewise. it. Likewise. Yeah, I mean, I think the cool thing that, yeah, you know, just what you were saying, Teddy, um, right off the bat, like there's so much going on in the sports betting space that, you know, under the hood that nobody sees. So uh, it's exciting to be part of that, that stuff that's, um, you know, not, not like uh, the big books, like, you know, the other sports books. So excited to chat today. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us like how your company started. I, I saw you, you know, on Forbes top 30 under 30, which is really cool. Wow. $4 million valuation to your company. I don't know if that's changed since that article came out, but tell us how you started, where yeah. you kind of moved and where you are now. Yeah. Like uh humble beginnings. Uh, that, that's for sure. I mean, so we started back in 2020, um, our original focus was we wanted to create digital tools to help sports bettors. Um, and it's funny too, like before I started the company, uh, I had never placed a sports bet in my entire life, which is, I always think it's funny to say that, like it often surprises a lot of people. Uh, my co-founder, brilliant guy, he's, he does a lot of um, coding and machine learning models, that kind of thing. Our first product, uh, we basically use machine learning models to simulate and predict NBA games. And so that was our first product. We pushed that out. It was, you know, very successful product. And we did that pretty much all of 2020. Uh, 2021, we pivoted to the Vault Sports mobile app. Um, Again, you know, even a more powerful tool to help sports bettors. It was this idea where there's so much data that sports bettors got to deal with and um, so much information that they aren't aware of, right? Uh, Namely, um, all their betting data, right? And so we created an app that would link to all their different sportsbook accounts. It would automatically track 
all their bets, their stats, their data, um, their bankroll, everything in one central spot. So we did that for a couple of years. And then most recently, kind of middle of that last year, uh, we ended up pivoting, um, kind of shutting down the app and pivoting into the B2B space. And now we're basically using the technology and, and the things that we had built to help other companies in, in the industry. So. Sounds like you guys got it going on in a new direction uh, out there. It's just, is this, are you finding it more younger people, obviously, are jumping on your type of system? I mean, the old school guys are kind of in their set in their way. So I would think yeah. it's probably a much younger audience uh, using your type of technology or product, correct? It, so, so kind of speaking back on the mobile app, like when we originally went into it, um, we, we looked at actually the older guys and the more like avid sports betters thinking that that was going to be our main customer. Right. Um, the challenge with there is, you know, they're already, they already set in their ways. Like right. you said, exactly. they have their spreadsheets, that kind of thing. And they're not going to, not going to want to change. And we found it was really more for the sports betters that were like realizing, you know what, I'm, I'm going to put more into this. Like I, you know, I want to, I want to get better. I want to improve. How can I do that? It's going to be by tracking my bankroll, following my stats, figuring out where I'm not doing well, where I'm not doing so well, uh, different things like that. And we found that that was our, that was our biggest market was, was in that category. Yeah. I think the use of technology is always going to be geared towards younger people who are more willing to use it. Now with the idea, like what, I think I might know the answer to this, but sparking the bet tracking idea, um, most people just use one app, right? And we always preach on our shows, hey, you need to line shop. So is that part of what, like a lot of people don't even know what that means. Is that part of, and you being that you never placed a bet before, what kind of sparked like, hey, people need to have different apps and and all that. Was that part of it? Did that spark it? What? What's your take on that? Yeah, so it's actually kind of funny. Like um, the, the UK market um, and, and just the European market in general is obviously way ahead of us in terms of um, you know how long they've been around, right? And um, I want to say the average that they have over there is like two, three, four, sometimes five different sports books. And that's like a very common thing. Um, here in the US, uh, I, I want to say that it's actually higher than you would think. Um, I want to say it's actually like two or like somewhere between like two and 2.5. Um, again, very different depending on the demographic that you're, that you're thinking about. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, like that was one thing that like, if you're an early on better line shopping, you know, might not make much sense to you. But again, once you start realizing like, you know, the the numbers and the winnings are in the little tiny things that you do along the way um you know like line shopping getting that extra couple you gotta points. get the edge you gotta get the edge right exactly exactly and, and tracking that like even the little things like tracking all these different things can really just help you increase that much better right is it is it more geared for like uh for something like that for st like straight betters or you know obviously parlays is a little harder to, you know to, is it more for straight betters you, you think a system like yours geared for or or is it yeah. you know for any type of player yeah yeah um you know we never really drilled down that far we never really figured out if that was like um you know, the, which, which route worked best. Right. Uh, we had a lot of parlay betters reach out to us and like, you know, just like, oh, we love what you're doing. And, and you know, it's it's fun to be able to see how I've done over the over the years, right? Yep. Um, 
you know, it just it, it kind of depends. Like people used it for different different things. And even like props nowadays. I mean, big you know, props is huge with these young kids, especially they want to be in the game all the way through it. They're different things chasing after these games. So I don't know how that comes into play as far. Yeah, I, I want. I actually that remind me of something. So one of the things that we learned, um, Fan FanDuel actually you know does this pretty well, and some of the other sports books are are catching on, is um, the the idea that your phone is what's called a second screen, right? When you're watching a game, um, they say like 70% plus of sports bettors have their phone in their hand and they're using it for something, whether it's like checking scores of other games, uh, maybe it's checking like how their bets are doing, um, checking how like, you know, how the odds are, are changing or how the, you know, how that, how that game is shaping out. And I think it's really exciting to see like other apps and technology in the space evolve to get better at that right and to be able to like show your information like how close your bet is to hitting um, maybe it's like giving you other options to bet like one of the things that before we before we decided to pivot um we were wanting to do was basically like if you were winning a bet it would put another bet suggestion in front of you like hey you're crushing this bet do you want to bet on the second half or something like that? Right. And just always putting um, things that are going to be very relevant to that user, that better in front of them at the perfect time. Um, you know, I can see that being taking off in this industry pretty soon here. I have a question, Caleb. I know you're involved with affiliates and OSB is yep. an affiliate. Where do you see the model going? CPA to rev share? Where, where do you see the books, how the books are going to work in the future? Yeah. This is a great question. It's something that we're we're really thinking about kind of over long term. Um, you know, I don't know how much your audience knows, but basically like CPA is is a, a, a fee or a, a commission that a sports book gives uh, for every new user that that's that you know you get to sign up. Whereas RevShare is um, you get a portion of revenue that a sports book makes, right? Um, we look at like the Australian market, uh, UK market, European market that I was talking about before they are like pretty much all rev share and the reason's obvious right like most people have seen these sports books for years and years and years everybody signed up for all of them right and i can see that happening too here in the us we're still very fresh like i feel like we're still in the first few innings of, of the sports betting industry um but i can see it moving towards that i can see a lot of products and i can see a lot of companies that can help with that because you know what you don't see under the hood is how like screwed up i don't screwed up is a bad term like just how unorganized this industry is and like it's all packaged up nice when you see that the DraftKings, the fan duels the caesars etc right um but everything else under the hood is just it's a scramble it's unorganized yeah, I'm, so. not, I'm not going to mention names but some books have <laughs> horrible reporting and yeah. uh, there's issues yeah, take it yep. easy over there, big. So, take so it easy. yeah, Caleb, I like the the whole. I think you know, just to touch on that, I think really before things get into the middle or later innings, we need to get all the states right in line. Yep. Um, some states allow you to bet on college, some don't. So I think you know, once all the states are all legalized, which probably will happen soon, that's when we'll start to see things kind of get into those later innings. But um, I think everybody's oh, going to move to Florida because anything goes Calif in Florida. California may turn into Florida. The tribes may run it. They're not going to have yeah. outside people. That's yeah. what they're pushing. Texas could be years to even get it. Yeah. So the, that's 100 million people yeah. right there. And the thing is, in the states, a lot of people look at rev share in a negative light, especially like Congress people and lawmakers, because they look at it like 
like businesses are benefiting from people losing rather than just signing up. So it kind of has a, a negative implication. Okay. And, and Caleb mentioned UK and Aussie. They have kicked affiliates out, actually, yeah. although they'll for 10 years and then they'll say, good, yeah. thank you for your work. We're moving on. So I think we're going to go ahead, Caleb. I was going to say one more quick thing. Um, I agree. Like as an affiliate ourselves, like the rev share model, um, you know, it doesn't always hit me the right way. And what I almost think is, you know, right now we see this, the CPA model, the rev share. Um, I think there, somebody needs to create like a new model that can somehow help with, with retention, right? Like if you could, if I'm an affiliate and I can show that that user bet on Sportsbook A versus Sportsbook B, then I should be compensated for that, right? Like, I don't necessarily want to be compensated on if that user loses. I want to be compensated on if I sent that player to your sports book or, you know. Or if you pulled him from one sports book to another. Yeah. So if this guy was on FanDuel and you pulled him to another one, hey, I should get credit for that, right? 100%. So, Caleb, we do have to wrap it up because we got some games to talk about. I see you have a Packers shirt on there, so I know who you're rooting for. Do you think they <laughs> could You think they could pull it off in all – in all honesty, so I think they're going to cover, but um, I don't. I think it's going to be a tough game. That's that's you, for sure. You just gave out my pick, so. <laughs> All right, man. Anything else you want to add before? Uh, How we can sign the people off? find them? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So if if you're a company, if you're if you're um, a creator or a company, and you're looking to promote sports books, um, talk to us. We do a lot of different things to help empower sports or uh, sports book affiliates. Uh, you can find me uh, on LinkedIn is usually the easiest way. Otherwise, our website is vaultsportshq.com. All right. Well, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for getting up with us. And uh, in your case, go uh, go Cheeseheads uh, against the Cowboys. Good luck on that one. And uh, we you appreciate go. you being on the show, and uh, we'll bring you back down down the road and let us know what's going on with the industry, how it's been going. Sounds good. Good, thank, good to thank, see you guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks again. Caleb. Appreciate it. All right, interesting. Listen, you know, guys, a lot of stuff going on in the sports world. It's not just about picking games. There's a lot of moving parts right now. A lot of technology. And, yeah, I think the, that's what Caleb and his company specializes in, is creating technology. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, creating technology to give to people like us, maybe like OSB.com, to put onto their website to yeah, help. Bitcoin and I might be a little lost in the shuffle with customers. all this technology. What do you think? Well, hey, that's why there's people like him out there. And, yeah. uh, you know, you can't you can't have all the, uh, can't wear all the hats. I mean, think about when we got in this business, we were running one-inch ads in newspapers. Uh, one-inch ads They don't even have newspapers anymore. S sending out postcards. That's, yeah. You know, it's uh, funny. Crazy. I saw a video on Instagram, and it was a guy that had a bunch of parlays, and he had one of those quarterback sleeves that the quarterbacks put on their arm while they're playing with all the plays, yep. and that's how he was tracking his parlays. So this type of technology is going to help. Oh, man. I'll tell you. The way these the, these young kids in, uh, nowadays, they, you know, they got uh, – so many different things going on throughout these games. But anyways, listen, it's a huge week, obviously. The NFL playoffs are here. We got games on Saturday, too, three on Sunday, one on Monday. I want to get right into it because we got two really solid matchups going on Saturday. The early game is Cleveland Browns. How about Joe Flacco? Four and one as a starter, averaging over 300 yards passing against probably the rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud. Cleveland is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game in Houston. 
What's your thoughts on that game, Teddy? My thoughts are Joey Flax. He's he said it the other day. He's old enough to be some of these guys' dads. If thirty nine years if he old, had kids young. You know, he has the experience. He's a Super Bowl champion against a rookie who is going to be a great quarterback in his future. But this Cleveland team has the steam. They have the defense. They have everything that it takes. I think uh, Stroud has a little bit of weapon issues right now. His weapons aren't m maybe where they need to be. And you got big uh, Cooper, Amari Cooper for the oh, yeah. for the Browns. So he, he's a premier receiver. Even without Chubb, they're still killing it. I'm on Cleveland. I would buy this one. Well, no, if it's at two and a half, I'd leave it right there. Maybe da uh, dabble with the money line a little bit. What's your thoughts, Bitcoin, on my, this matchup? Cleveland-Houston. You got two quarterbacks that could throw for 300 yards each. All right? Uh, these two teams met early in the year. I believe the score was 36-22. I can't see why this total is only 44-and-a-half. That's what it is, 44-and-a-half. That's what it is. I think it's low. The Big Kahuna, over. Wow, the Big Kahuna called himself the Big Kahuna. That's big the first Kahuna time over. in all the uh, shows. It, it, I love it. Who's going to cover? It's wearing off. And, Starting and, to talk and, about himself and, in the third and, person and, and, now. And third you got to watch out. And, yeah. Anyone's guess who ben, will cover? You better get him a tranquilizer. You'll, 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 see, you'll see points here. All right. Uh, you know, that makes sense, right? I hope so, I think I think uh, you got a you got a rookie quarterback. He's going to want to showcase himself after a great year. And you got a guy that's thrown for over 300 yards. Uh, and his five starts and Joe Flacco. But I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on this one big time. I like Cleveland in this game. I would just money line the play. I won't even worry about a point spread. Yeah, that's why, what I'm why thinking. Why worry about two and a half? Let them win the game and you get your payday. I think Cleveland's the right spot in this game. I think the experience of Flacco against the rookie quarterback, and I think he can make better decision-making, and I think Cleveland is definitely the more stronger, consistent team. So I'm taking this as a seven-unit play, and I'm making Cleveland a money line against Houston. That's my pick on this game. Wow. All right, we got another big game. Let's start with you, Big Kahuna. You got your Miami Dolphins. I don't know what they, – they're, they're, they're like they're Dr. Not, Jekyll. Mind, Dr. Uh, Dr. Jekyll, yeah. Mr. Hyde. Let, let, let's get right Kansas to it. City. They're playing in KC. It's going to be like the North they Pole. They said one degree. It's going to be frigid. That, gra that, ain't the word. that ground's going to be hard. If you're going to have to pick a team that has an advantage in cold weather, it has to be the Chiefs, not the Dolphins sitting here in 80-degree weather. Dolphins have proved to me they can't win the big game. They're not going to win the big game in KC. I'm going to lay the points with the Chiefs to beat the Dolphins by 7 to 10 points. So you're laying the four? Yes, sir. All right. Best bet? I got something better. Something better. Big Kahuna's <laughs> holding out on me. All right. All right, Teddy. Listen. What's your thoughts? I know you got to have Dolphin, thoughts on this Dolphins. This Dolphin team is just a real disappointment. And to add on to what the Kahuna was saying, they're 0-10 in their last 10 games with this type of weather. I think it's like under 10 or under 20 degrees when it's – They did play well in Buffalo, cool. though, in that playoff game last year. Well, did, did they, they win, though? Uh, it was no. cool. No, they didn't you know, win, but they had a lot of injuries. Still 0-10 in that type of weather, and, and they have a lot of injury. That's another thing. Yeah. I mean, they are, oh, yeah. they they're, are hurt. They're, they're a mash unit. They're just a mess right now. I would love to see them win being, you know, Miami, South Florida guy, but – just nothing in my system. The only thing that's a little weird on this game. I think KC's banged up, though. 
They are. They've got a and, lot of injuries. And here's the thing. KC's receivers have been, and even Kelsey, have been just complete disappointments this yeah. year. The weird thing about this game to me, which is why I'm not really betting it at all, is the line to me is a little bit low. I almost think this line should be minus six, KC. I don't know about that. Uh, I just KC's think three with KC at home got a little bit of a fishy fishiness they got, to it. got four points Well, spread. it moved to four re- right. very recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm going for the I'm going for the surprise here. I think the Dolphins going to pull this game off somehow. I don't know if they're going to win it, but I think this game is going to be as tight as tight can be. I think the Dolphins at plus four in this game got a shot. I don't know for some reason. I just think Kansas City is not the team they were. The Dolphins are definitely banged up, guys. Don't get me wrong; they are a banged up football team right now. But I think you set everything aside when it comes to the playoffs. And, you, you know, it, it takes your emotions to a different level. The intensity goes to a different level this time of the year. And I think the Dolphins somehow are going to stay in this game. I don't know if they're winning it, but I would take them plus the four in this game. That's a five-unit play for me. I feel the Dolphins can cover. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's it. That's well, it for Saturday, by well, the way. One degrees. Listen, don't you want to have a game down here in South Florida so you could be doing that, the big Luna show I, I, in front of the stadium? I, I, I'd love to see it, but let's see what happens. But uh, Mahomes, Andy Reid, I think they could pull some things yeah, out of Yeah, I mean, hat. listen, you know, all the credit in the world, Mahomes, Andy Reid, you know, Kelsey, the whole nine yards. But they got a lot of guys banged up. They're making a lot of mistakes. So did the Dolphins. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, let's move on to Sunday because we got three huge matchups, starting with the game between Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Talk about a mash unit. The Steelers lost their best defensive player in T.J. Watt going down. He's out altogether for this game. Current line on this game is Buffalo minus 10. It's going to be another cold one up there in Buffalo, but both of these teams are used to cold weather, so it doesn't matter. Um, What's your take on this game between yeah. Pittsburgh and Buffalo? The, the Steelers beat a second-string Ravens team last Mason week. Mason Rudolph, 3-0. Which, which we all predicted, by the way. All three of us liked the Steelers over the Ravens last week. So I said, guys, when we got all three of us on the same move, make sure you take advantage. As far as this game goes, um, big line. I just think Buffalo is gelling at the right time. I think Miami, while Buffalo, obviously, they beat Miami and they beat them bad. Miami's not a bad team. They don't perform against the good teams, but they're not a bad team. So if Buffalo beat Miami like that, I think they can handle Pittsburgh. Uh, I would roll with with Buffalo on this one. I would get it to 9.5 from 10. Um, and the 10 is only minus 105. So getting it to 9.5 isn't even going to be that expensive. Probably okay. minus 115. That's it? Yeah. All right. Biguna. Biggest line on the week, weekend, yeah. wild one. card. Double yeah. digits. Double digits. Uh I'm going to agree with Teddy, but a little different approach here. First half, you take the Bills' first half to cover. Uh, If I had a sway, I'd probably go for the whole game, but I think the Bills are going to come out, and I like them on the first half. I had to guess that number. I'd say it's about five and a half first half. So they'll win by a touchdown by the first half. Take the Bills at home. First half play. Yes, sir. All right. You heard it there. All right, well, listen, I'm staying off that game altogether. Yeah. I, I just, all the injuries and everything else and the conditions in this game, I just don't feel comfortable to make a call on a game like this 
Uh, losing a guy like T.J. Watt is very tough for Pittsburgh, even though Mason Rudolph is playing phenomenal. 3-0 and is a starter, and he's taken that team that was averaging like 17 points a game, and they've been averaging 27 points a game in his last three starts. So, you know, this game's a little tricky for me. I'm going to take a pass on this game, but I am definitely leaning on this next game. We're You're good at about. what you do, Scotty. It's 5.5. I just looked it up. Good is call. It? All right, 5.5. Yeah, that's what I figured on that first half. 5.5 for Buffalo. That you like Buffalo first half, right? Big Guna? 100%. DraftKings right. is looking for an odds maker. You should maybe apply. Hey, listen. The first goes to the, <laughs> I'm always looking for something to give me something, right? Yeah. There you go. All right, we got game two. We got Green Bay. Surprisingly, wow. how about Jordan Love? Huh? Everyone was writing this guy off. Aaron Rodgers moving on. Jordan Love takes him to the playoffs. First year, gets the job done in the final game to get him to the playoffs where Aaron Rodgers didn't get him last year. We got Green Bay getting seven and a half points against the uh, Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Any take on that game? Yeah, so, you know, Jordan Love has some numbers in his first year that actually exceed Favre's first year with the Packers and Rodgers' first year with the Packers. Our boy Caleb was just on here. He said he thinks they're going to cover and not win. I'm right there with him. I think seven and a half. Go to eight. Uh, Maybe even go to eight. I just think that this Cowboys team is so up and down. They shine sometimes. They crap the bed other times. And this is a fired-up Green Bay team. I like Green Bay plus the points. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I just I think it's a lot of points for this game. Well, I'll tell you, uh, the way Jordan Love has been playing lately, he's really managing uh, managing the game tremendously. I mean, he's moving the ball around. He's dumping it off. He's throwing the passes. They're running game. So they're really moving it around. Whatever Matt LaFleur did to make some changes throughout the season, it's really working well for Jordan Love. I'll tell you that because he has been playing excellent, very error-free football, and has been staying on top of, uh, you know, st- staying on top of his game because if you keep the mistakes away, that keeps you in the games. I think they're going to cover this game. I think uh, Dallas, you know, Dallas is a firehouse. We all know that. They know we can. We know they can score. You know, the total in this game is 50 and a half. I'll, I'll throw it to you in a minute. Maybe you have something on that total or or the game itself. But I really feel that Green Bay at plus eight is a live dog. I think they could stay in this game. I think this game could be a four or five point game. So I'm going to go with Green Bay plus the eight, and I'm making that a six unit play on this game. I like Green Bay. I just like the way Jordan Love and the offense, the defense has been playing well. I think they could stay in it with the Cowboys. What's your take? Well, Cowboys have won their last 16 games in Dallas. All right. They're 6-0 ATS last six Sunday games. The Pack, they're averaging 22 points a game. All right. Uh, Dallas, yes, up and down this year. But uh, I'd buy it down to 6.5, take the boys to cover – uh, they did have a big outing in the week before against the Commanders, which is obviously not well, they a beat them both uh, times n- this not year. a competitive team. Right. But uh, you know, Dallas at home, uh, the, the uh, Pack are giving up 20 points a game on an average. I, I think Dallas shines here. I'm Nothing gonna, on the total. No, I'm going to no. br- bring it down to six and a half. All Cowboys right. to cover. All right. I like it the other way. I think uh, I think that, uh, like I said, the way uh, Green Bay's playing and managing right now, they can stay in this game. All right, we got a third game on tap here, and these this I think is going to be the most interesting game of all the three on Sunday. We got the L.A. Rams 
who have turned their season totally around, playing really well right now against Detroit in Detroit. The line on this game, believe it or not, is only three points Detroit at home. I'm going to start with you, Big Kahuna. you have anything on this game? Well, this is an interesting game. Do you realize both quarterbacks have played for the opposing teams? Yes, I do. Where have you had that in the past? Has has. And when we, they played each other before. Right, but other other than this <laughs> other other than this matchup though, I'm saying oh, have you had yeah. two? No, in a playoff game, you got Matthew Stafford coming back to Detroit, right. who and, was and the Goff, starting quarterback. Exactly. And now Goff was the starter for the right. Rams for years. Right. Now he's the starter for Detroit. And yeah. the game is in Detroit and they're not allowing people to wear the Stafford Detroit jersey. Oh boy. If you're wearing that, you gotta either take it off or leave. Really? really? Yeah. That's like a strict rule? That's a stadium rule from what I'm hearing. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's going on? These crazy uh, crowds lately. I, I don't want to be messing with rules. <laughs> too many nuts out there nowadays. I guess just follow the uh, follow the uh, the orders. But uh, what's your take on that? My game? take on this one, it's, it's I mean, the, they, the public likes Detroit. You got it. hats off to the coach this year of, of the lions. I think the guy's done an amazing job. Dan, Dan Campbell, man, Dan Campbell. He's, he was a, he's a tough cookie. That he guy. Was, well, he was military an ex, guy. He was an ex NFL player. Yeah. He, he looks co- like he, a real military. He, he was the inter- intern coach for the dolphins as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, both these quarterbacks could throw passes. Points are going to be put up over 51 and a half on this one. This is an over a dead over as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, that's a great that's a great point you're making because, like you said earlier, both these quarterbacks, they're going to want to showcase each other, right? Because they both played for these franchises in the past. So there is such a thing as a safe bet, look for a lot of offense, go over 51 and a half. Yeah, and both these teams can score. We both know that. 100%. Your take on this game, Mr. Ted? Yeah, I mean, this is an interesting situation where the public money – Based on everything that you look at, and you know, you never really know because there's a lot of unreported stuff out there. But from everything I'm seeing, the public money is on the Rams, actually. I would um, think so, right? What's the line? The, it's on the Rams, and yeah. it's it's moved the line from three and a half. Some books had it at three minus twenty-five, you know, minus three, minus twenty-five, minus one twenty-five, and it's all moved to pretty much a flat three, which is telling. When I look at that. I say, okay, that's moved because that's where the money is. The total has a lot of public money on the over, as you would imagine, and the total's not really moving. It's not really going up. Like in the in the the last game we were talking about. What did it open at? It opened at fifty-two on some books, fifty-one okay. and so a it's, half it's on some books, close, and it's at fifty-one and a half. You know that Packers Cowboys total it went up three points, mm-hmm. right? And you got the same amount of money on it. So this is a game with all this talk I just did, staying away from it. <laughs> oh, man. There's just too much confusion. Oh, Sorry, here. guys. You built this Ladies, up. You built gentlemen. this up. And, uh, I yeah. tried. Uh, I tried, right. tried hey, to listen. get something out of these guys. Sometimes it's real man, hard for me. Man's entitled to pass. You, you know what I really like? Uh, I mean, uh, I like a seven-point teaser. And well, I like I like the Rams plus 10 and a, uh, plus 10. To Green Bay plus fourteen and a half. I don't hate that at all. I, I like that I, a lot. I, I like the seven point teaser guys. I don't put out many teasers, but when I do, I gotta feel right about it. I think the numbers jive with this. I think Green Bay could stay absolutely within fourteen and a half, and I wouldn't mind taking double digits with the Rams. And I actually like this game to go over. Definitely. The uh, I would just bring it down to fifty one. Keep it simple. 
Because remember, we're doing these shows early in the week. I keep saying this to you guys. We're doing them almost three days ahead of time. So numbers do change. So we're trying to lock into the best numbers to give you the betting edge that we feel makes the most sense. So I am taking the over 51 on the total between the Rams and Detroit. That's a straight bet. That is a six-unit selection. I rate them 1 to 10, just so you know. Everyone's saying, well, what's six units? What's five? 1 to 10. And so, obviously, six or seven is a good, strong play for me. And that, that's what I'm using on this game to go over. Anything? It's, it's hard to, to give a 10-unit play on a playoff game. Yeah, like well, this. it's, really it's got to hit every criteria. Um, you know, one thing I'll say is when you're looking at all these games and you're breaking them down, that total that we were just talking about – I would actually feel more comfortable if it moved up to 53 or 54, and then I would actually like the over more, where a lot of people that are watching this, they see that total go up, and it makes them want to bet the under. Right. It's just like human nature. And yeah. It's yeah. kind of rookie nature in this business. but It makes you go, hmm. Thing. Right, but right? for uh-huh. me, that total moving up a little bit would actually make me more comfortable betting the over. Well, don't forget, you know, it's a 51 and a half. It's a big number. I mean, regardless. So, you know, for it's, NFL, kinda, it's, it's a big number. It's not like Definitely. college. You know, right. they can run these things up, you know, and they 74, they go to 78. But 51 and a half in a playoff game is a pretty strong number. All right, let's get to the final one. We hit them all. I mean, we might as well finish it, the last one. Yeah. We got a Monday night football game, 8.15 that, that's p.m. That's another. When was the last time there was a Monday night? I don't know. I was wild. asking you that. I don't, I don't not, think I've heard of I'm one. I'm not aware of it. The NFL's getting pretty slick what they're doing with their scheduling, huh? Yeah, they're trying to, you know, squeeze out an extra day of uh, yeah, you know, making money. They're getting, they're getting slick here. And uh, Look at this game. I, who would have thought this would have been a matchup uh, four or five weeks ago when Philly was 10-1? and one. Uh, You would have thought Philly would be playing, you know, number one seed. On the Philly road. on the road as In a three-point favorite against Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield, talk about a success story. How about him turning it around? I mean, it was a nine and eight for the year, and uh, Baker's been playing pretty damn good, consistent football throughout the year. Philly minus three against Tampa Bay total on this game, guys, forty three and a half. Got to ask you. you yeah, like- I mean, Baker had so much hype coming out of college that he, in a lot of people's eyes, he didn't really perform. But he's really a solid quarterback. He had some bad years. He bad, made bad decisions. Bad when he decisions. Was he had that kind of like Johnny Manziel, cocky, party dude, attitude, frat right. boy. Right. But he's gotten it together. When he was at the Browns his first year, they made it to the playoffs. So he's the real deal. Maybe he got Tom Brady's old locker or something and like the, the vibes came out of he it. He got or? the vibes. I mean, Tom Brady kind of put this team together. They're really not a bad team. They're a solid team. They got Mike Evans. They got they got some weapons, oh, yeah. right? Hall of Famer for sure. So I look at this game and the Eagles are just a mess, right? The Eagles are an absolute mess. Public is on the Eagles, so that's what's causing the line to move slightly towards the Eagles. But I'm buying this thing to three and a half and taking Baker and the Bucks. Wow. I think okay. they put the nail. It's just not the Eagles' year. I think they put the nail into the Eagles' coffin. And here's why. It's not blaming Jalen Hurts. This Eagles' defense is not the Eagles' defense of the last few years. Yeah. That's really my issue with the with – the, the only problem I have with Tampa is which team's going to show up. Some of weeks they look so solid, and then some weeks they just look like yeah. a, a train wreck. No, I mean, that's, that's a and, case and, for and a you lot gotta, of teams. You've got to be solid because you know the Eagles are going to come. You know they're coming in this game. So if Baker, you know, and their offense is lame, I think they're going home. That's my opinion. 
I just, you know, you got to be up for that game. But I'm going to ask the big kahuna, you have an opinion or a take on this one? Big, big kahuna, I think this line is a gift for the Eagles. Yes, yep. the Eagles have fallen, fell apart the second half of the season. Yep. But they got a great, great team, the Eagles. They show up. This is a cheap number. They could easily blow out Tampa. Yeah. They've been there before. Playoff Super Bowl experience. I'm going to buy it down to two and a half. Fly, Eagles, fly. What about money line? Well, you too, could take too the high money. To juice, or, minus 150? Well, that's a big number. I wouldn't lay 150 on anything. That's right. how you go broke in, in sports. Of betting. course. Yeah. And then you got to yeah. win two to make up for one, yeah, as they yeah, say. No. Get it down to two and a half. Fly, All Eagles, right. fly. We got to see if A.J. Brown's playing in this game, too. He got hurt in that last game against the Giants. He's, yeah, that's he's a, a big weapon. That's for a, them. Huge, a big weapon. Well, that's a huge weapon. weapon. That's why yeah. the line is low. That line should be higher. In but, my I, but I agree with you in that one because. If Philly shows up, man, I, I just don't see how the Tampa's going to play with them. I mean, unless Tampa, Tampa just has their A-plus game, I, I I don't know. The Eagles are due for a bust-out game big time. They've been due for like the last five weeks, yeah. basically. It's, and if they, you know, playoffs, maybe they, the intensity level will take them, you know, get them riled back up as a, as a nucleus. But, you know, we'll see what happens on that. Yeah. We've hit every game, guys. We've hit every game. I just want to say, when I sit down to make my, my playoff bets, I'm going to probably lean towards what Scotty was talking about. And I'm going to probably put some teasers together because these things are going to be tight. So I'm going to put some teasers together with some of these picks that we've talked about. I'm going to see where the line goes, and then I'm going to put teasers together with it. You know, it's, it's funny because on these teasers, you could you could probably almost play a lot of these games both ways. Right. They're going to be very tight. Right. They're going to be, be very tight. You could be getting action look, on both. Look, look for a middle. Yeah. That's that you know that could be an interesting contest. All right, listen, we've been we talked we went through all six games. Uh, football's we're excited about it, guys. We're looking to see who gets to the big dance, the real big one in Las Vegas, the Super Bowl. That's going to be uh, that's going to be incredible out there having have, a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Wow. They're selling a tables. They're selling a you table. Saw, I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, on the field. Was it 700,000? 700,000, and then there's one behind it for 400,000. Which one are you going to get for us? Oh, he's going to get him? the one behind it's it. Selling. you got to sell a kidney to get to Vegas yeah. for that weekend, man. Are you kidding me? Uh, the big is going to get us the table. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm right going to get, yeah, get you a table dance, maybe. I mean, think about that. That's, <laughs> That's three, only 20 bucks. Well, well, Come on, <laughs> big one. That's three hours. I don't think they got table dances anymore. It's, it's all lap dances these Is days. that what it is? Yeah. I if I got that table, I would want to be able to have it for the the whole day, the night before, and the night wow. after. That, that's that's going to be the party of parties. That's all I could say at this point. That's going to be amazing. Think about it. If Las Vegas, I mean, if you, what, it's five, six years ago? Nothing. No hockey team, no wow, football that's team. Be party of I mean, look, what, look what's gone on. Now they got the Formula One there every year. You got to, you know, they're going to have everything eventually, but. Yeah, their hockey team needs the to Mecca. step up, though. Yeah, the hockey team's been. Uh, They're kind of slacking. They started right now. out. I'll how tell does... you, who's not slacking are those the Florida Canadian Panthers. Teams. And and yes, thank you for listening to me last Vancouver, week. The Vancouver, the, right? The Vancouver Canucks. Canucks, the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. These are value picks in the NHL I right now, that. guys. I... You're gonna get these teams right now at minus 140, minus 150, where they should be minus 180. That's we, value. 
We, we got to get somebody on that knows the pucks because well, the pucks the, the, is popular. There, there, a lot of people there, do There is it. a group that does a show here where we're going to speak to them. They're Canadians as well, so they're the real deal. Yeah, I think I mean, we yeah. definitely, the audience would, you know, a lot of guys yeah. are playing hockey. hockey. And I, I like hockey. I've used it. You know, I follow certain teams. I follow certain moves. I don't do it too often, but I've had some success yeah. lately with my, uh, my, my hockey. I love early season hockey because you can find that value where the odds makers don't catch up. Like, for example... Right now, the odds-on favorite to win the Stanley Cup are the Avalanche, and to Is me, it? yeah, and to over me, over the Bruins, and it, well, well I checked about a week ago, and it was, or maybe a few days ago, and it was. Yeah. To me, I just don't think that's the pick at all. So I just think there's a lot of value in in picking some NHL right now. Like I said last week, the Canadian teams, Canucks, Jets, very high value right now. Um, so that's what I think you got to look for. Look for a 130 or a 140. That you look at and you say, wow, that should be 160 or 170. That's the type of play I like to make. UFC 300 was announced. Oh, they did? Yeah. yeah. They, they announced they, all the fights, though? Dana did a thing last night. I Yeah. I mean, I'm not a UFC guy, but he has 299 and 300 already scheduled. I actually uh, had the opportunity. I went to UFC 100, UFC 200. I don't know what UFC 300 brings to the table, but uh, we'll be trying to go. I think that's in April. In Vegas. Right, April in Vegas. All right, listen, a lot of good things to look forward to uh, at the beginning of next year. Anything you want to add before we go? We had a great show. I no, mean, great, uh, great show. Guests. It's going to be a great weekend here. I mean, um, I've been on fire on my Instagram, so I don't want to just sound like, uh, but check it out, uh, always be underscore sports. And uh, we're going to have a lot of football up this weekend, a lot of NBA. My YouTube, OSB Dashboards. And I like the sunglasses. Are you going yeah. to South Beach after the show I'm again? Gonna, yeah, I'm going to go to Ever South Ever since Beach. he returned yeah. from the hiatus, he's been rocking the sunglasses yeah, well, listen, on the shirt. Ben, need... what's going on with yeah. the sunglasses, man? I, I well, think he's uh, hanging out down with those uh, hot, <laughs> hot, hot women down in South Beach. Yeah, hot women. That's what he's spending uh, yeah, his time yeah, lately. We on. don't see him anymore. you got to hold on to your wallet when you go down there. <laughs> all right, Teddy. Where can the people find you each and yeah. every day and get all your great information? I would think first and foremost, YouTube.com slash at the Sports Profits. We are 21-6 and six in our last 27 Whoa. games on there. Man, you guys are crushing it. It's mostly hockey and college basketball that we're doing that with. We don't touch the NBA, as I said. Um, and, then and that's all free, right? 21-6. All, free. all, all right. free. Guys, in don't complain. Instagram, uh, at the underscore profits underscore pick. TikTok, at the Sports Profits. Uh, sportsprofits.com. A lot of profits, man. Uh, you know what? And it all makes sense. A lot of profits. All right, guys, I'm Scott Matthews. I'm the host here of the one and only OSB Sports Podcast Show. You can find me each and every day. I put up nothing but free. Everything I put out is free, whether it's on Instagram or TikTok. My Instagram handle is at smsportspicks, P-I-C-K-S. Check it all out. And you can find me on TikTok, at smpicks, P-I-C-K-S. Well, we had a great show. I appreciate you guys being on with me again. And uh, looking forward to next week's show. Check out everything we do. It's on all podcast forums, guys. All of them. I'm talking about Spotify. Talking about Apple. Watch our show. Give us some thumbs up. Give us a little love. We're here doing our thing, trying to give you that betting edge each and every week. And we'll be back here next week. Again, the show is called OSB Sports Podcast. Have a great day.